Hello and welcome to The Great Gildersleeve from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. The Kraft Foods Company presents The Great Gildersleeve. It's The Great Gildersleeve, starring Harold Perry, brought to you by the Kraft Foods Company, makers of parquet margarine and a complete line of famous quality food products. <laughs> Nutrition experts say that one of our best sources of food energy is our spread for bread. So I'd like to remind you that delicious, nourishing parquet margarine is one of the finest energy foods you can possibly serve. Parquet is made of selected energy-rich vegetable oils and other wholesome products from the farmlands of America. Parquet margarine also has 15,000 units of important vitamin A in every pound. Translating that into serving portions, it means that a single ounce of parquet supplies 23% of an adult's minimum daily requirements of vitamin A. So to make your meals taste extra good and to make them extra nourishing too, spread parquet generously on bread, toast, pancakes, and waffles. Look first for this spread millions prefer. P-A-R-K-A-Y. Parquet margarine made by Kraft. Now let's join the Great Gildersleeve. The official hours of the Summerfield Water Department are 9 to 5. But on Tuesdays and Fridays lately, the commissioner has been rushing home at 4.30. Now, you know and I know that Tuesdays and Fridays are the afternoons that Leroy has his piano lesson. And no sooner is it over than... Miss Piper, well... You're home early again. Am I? I didn't notice. I guess it's just the days are getting shorter. Or are they getting longer? <laughs> Maybe it just gets darker later. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, here I am. Well, I'm glad you came. I wanted you to... Are you really? You're not just saying that. Well, no, I was hoping you'd come. Well... I wanted you to hear Leroy's piece. Oh. You don't have to hear the piece, huh? But how about the two bits? What two bits? What two bits? Don't tell me you're going to try to crawl out of it now. You said you'd pay me two bits if I practiced hard and made a good impression on Miss Piper. <laughs> now, Leroy... Didn't I make a good impression, Miss Piper? You did very well, Leroy, yes. I was murdered today. Oh, well, I'm glad to hear it. Now, uh, why don't you... Um, uh... How about the quarter? Oh, here. Go do something with it. I already spent it. You have, eh? I told Mr. Peavy he was not to give you any more credit. Well, go do something without the quarter. Ye gods. <laughs> uh, sorry, Miss Piper. Well, um, <clears throat> where's your sister? I don't know. Go find her. What for? Don't ask me what for. Go find her. What do I do when I find her? I'll decide that when you found her. Just do as I say, Leroy. Okay. That's it. Run along, my boy. <laughs> uh, boys will be boys. Watch it, Leroy. Oh, sorry, Bertie. I didn't see you. Open that door a little wider, will you, Leroy, so I can get this tray through? What do you got there? Hey, yes! Open the door, Leroy. Well, Bertie. Now, Miss Gilsey? Uh, what's that, Bertie? Will I serve it now? Uh, anytime. Leroy, now put that back. I got some cake out in the kitchen for you. Oh, boy! 
If you move that ashtray, Mr. Gilsey, I'll just sit it down here on the coffee table. Well, what have we here, Bertie? Tea. Oh, you'll just have to stay for this, Miss Piper. Well, I... By George, Bertie's a jewel. She thinks of everything. What a wonderful idea. Tea. Look at that. Cinnamon toast, even. And cake. Ain't that what you ordered, Mr. Gilsey? <laughs> yes, sir. Bertie's a jewel. Well, I do hope you haven't done all this for me. Oh, not at all. We have this every afternoon, don't we, Bertie? Well, we may miss an afternoon occasionally. <laughs> what is this? Um, chocolate cake, Bertie? Yes, sir. I was going to call you back when I found they didn't have any coconut, but then I said to myself, I bet Miss Piper likes chocolate just as well anyway. She's a jewel, all right. Oh, really? You people go to so much trouble for me every time I'm here. Trouble? It's almost embarrassing. Last week you had me to dinner, and now... Oh, honey, it ain't no trouble at all. Ain't no more trouble to cook for five than it is for four. Any friends of Leroy's and Marjorie's, we're just glad to have them here, ain't we, Mr. Gilsey? That's right, Bertie. Uh, I wonder if you'd mind closing that door when you go out. A little draft through here. Yes, sir. Jewel. Now. Oh, it looks lovely. But I'm afraid we're going to ruin our dinner. Let's go ahead and ruin them. <laughs> Would you like me to pour? Oh, please. Watch out for that teapot. Might be hot. It's a community plate. It's lovely. Lemon? Huh? Do you take lemon? Oh, yes, please. Oh, no, I don't think I will. Oh, dear, I... Oh, that's all right. I'll take it. Oh, no, I can just as well. No, no, I don't care what I have. I so seldom drink tea anyway. Sugar? Five. <laughs> ah, thank you. I'll wait for you. You know, there's something about a woman pouring tea. I don't know. Seems to bring out something in her. It, well, I don't know. Hello, Anki. Oh, hello. Hello, Marjorie. Tea, for goodness sake. Is there anything so strange about that? Only you drinking it. Say, it's a banquet. I suppose you want something. Oh, I couldn't possibly. I just had a double malt with Jerry. Good. Say, I love your sweater, Miss Piper. Well, I love yours. Oh, this old thing. It's such a wonderful color. It's faded. You know, I envy you. I never can wear anything Angora myself. I just die in anything Angora. Yeah. I guess I'm allergic to it. But it's so hot. Don't you find it hot? Well, no. It never bothers me that way. The only thing is, the fuzz gets up my nose sometimes. You know, I saw the most wonderful sweater in a shop window the other day. You can make it yourself. It was very simple, really, but it was just wonderful. From here to here, it was rib knit. And then from here to here to here, you'll never believe this. From here to here to here... Uh, Marjorie. Yes? Where's your brother? Do you know? Leroy, search me. Well, go find him, will you? You want him for something? No, I just like to know where he is. Well, what's the sense in going... Marjorie, will you kindly do as I am? <laughs> well, certainly. And close that door, will you? <laughs> Children, Miss Piper. <laughs> you have to keep track of them every minute. Now, perhaps we can get back to our tea. You were saying... Oh, I was saying... What was I saying? Well, it doesn't matter. This is fun, isn't it? Uh, 
Now what? Mr. Gillespie, Judge Hooker's Never here. mind, Bertie. I'll just go right in. Well, Gildy, I stopped at your office and they told me that you'd... Well, I don't believe I've had the pleasure. Miss Piper, this is Judge Hooker. How do you do? How do you do? This is a great pleasure. Yes, indeed. Miss Piper is Leroy's new music teacher. Oh, so? Well, lucky Leroy. Taking a few lessons yourself, Gildy? <laughs> Miss Piper is living with Dr. Needham. She's a friend of the family. Oh, oh, I see. Yes, pardon me. Something you want to judge? Are those watercress sandwiches by any chance? No, they're deviled ham. Won't you have one? No, 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 no. Not if they're deviled ham. Thank you, no. I, I can't eat deviled ham. Makes me sick. <laughs> have, has ever since I uh, ate some on a certain occasion. I partook too freely of it. That was in my younger days. Oh, brother. Yeah, we old dogs have to watch our digestions a little, don't we, Gildy? Speak for yourself, Horace. I can eat anything. <laughs> Now, cold tongue. Uh, judge, was there something you wanted? Oh, yes. How do you like that, Miss Piper? I forgot what I came for. By the way, you're staying with Dr. Needham, you say? Yes. Dr. Needham's a fine man. I've known him well. Tended his church, in fact, for lo, these many years. Let me see it. Must be pretty near... Well, the brewery burned down in 1903, and that was the year... Judge! Yeah? If you have a point, let's get to it. The judge wanders a little. I do nothing of the sort. I remember very well what I came for. It was to tell you that I had a note today from Leela Ransom. Just thought that you might be interested. I'm not particularly. Come to think of it, I've had one from her myself. It did? What did she say? I don't know. I haven't read it yet. You haven't read it? No. I guess I stuck it in my pocket and forgot all about it. Well, times have certainly changed. Miss Piper, you should have seen this fellow a year ago. If anyone even mentioned the name of Leela Ransom... Judge, if you don't mind. Oh, I'm sorry if I've offended. You haven't offended, Judge, but I'll see you at the door before you do. <laughs> you old goat. Why did you have to bring up Leela? What are you up to, Gildy? Robbing the cradle? Oh. <laughs> Bye, Miss Piper. Goodbye, Judge Hooker. It's been a great pleasure meeting you. All right, Judge. It's been a pleasure meeting you. Give my warmest regards to Dr. Needham, won't you? Come along, Judge. Goodbye, then. Goodbye. As I say, it's been a real pleasure. Judge. And I hope we shall meet again soon. I hope so, too. You'll be sure to give my regards to Dr. Olfer. <laughs> now, maybe we can continue with our tea. So nice. Everyone's so nice to me here. Yes, yes. Now, uh, where were we? We were talking about music, and you... Oh, yes. No, I wouldn't want to sing for you, Miss Piper. After all, you're a professional, and I... Oh, please. No, no. Drink your tea. Some other time, perhaps. Not today. No. Yours is my heart alone, and without you, life holds no charm. Yours, every thought I own, I love the theme of every dream. Oh, that makes life seem worthwhile, dwells in your eyes, and the spell of your 
terribly hard up for singers now. Men singers, I mean. Of course, I don't have anything to do with it. Mr. Eustace directs the choir. I just play the organ, but well, I know he's looking for baritone. Uh, you play the organ, you say? Only till they get someone else. Dr. Needham asked me to fill in. Well, I've got to go now, but you will think it over, won't you? Here, let me help you on with your coat. Oh, thank you. You will think it over. Think? The choir. We have choir practice every Saturday night. Oh, that's the jolly boys' night. The Jolly Boys? Who are they? Um, it's an association I belong to. Oh. Well, you think it over. And thank you for a lovely tea. It was such fun. Not at all. Uh, thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> what does she want to get me into the choir for? Seems determined for some reason. Does she just want to make sure I go to church every Sunday? Gosh, on top of that, it would be every Saturday night. Choir practice. I don't know, though. She'd be there. <laughs> I'll bet she thought of that. I'll bet she... She wants to see me. She cares. She cares. <laughs> Yours is my heart alone. La da 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 Yours. <laughs> Wants to see me, eh? Well, you don't have to join the choir to do that. We'll find out what the great man has in mind after this message from Kraft. Don't look now, but I wonder how many of you women can tell offhand the color of the tie your husband wore to dinner tonight. Let's ask this young lady. Golly, Mr. Lang, I don't think I could. I wasn't paying close attention to what my husband was wearing. Well, I was merely using that as an illustration to point out how we're all apt to overlook things unless we take special note. Now, let's apply that to your food shopping. Say you're looking for a spread for bread that's flavor-fresh and delicious, made of top-quality ingredients by a maker of fine-quality food products. I'm paying close attention now, Mr. Lang, and I'd say you're talking about Kraft's parquet margarine. I certainly am. And here's something I'd like you to take special note of the next time you serve parquet. I'd like to have you note parquet margarine's fine quality, its delicious flavor, its smooth texture. And please note this, too. Parquet margarine is made from select products of American farms. So always look first for this spread of fine quality and delicious flavor. P-A-R-K-A-Y. Parquet margarine made by Kraft. Now let's get back to Gildersleeve. 
He spent a night with strange melodies running through his brain. By morning, he is ready for action. And when Gildersleeve is ready for action, get out of the way. Gosh, hope Dr. Needham doesn't answer the door himself. I believe he's got a housekeeper, but if... Miss Piper, it's you. It's me. Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> Didn't expect to see me again so soon, did you? Well, I... Uh, is uh, Dr. Needham home? No, he's gone to a christening. He has? Well, that's too bad. I had my heart set on taking you and the doctor on a picnic. Picnic? Perfect day, isn't it? Well, yes. Wait till you hear. I got Bertie to fix up a beautiful basket lunch so I could go on a picnic with Marjorie and Leroy. Then after everything was all ready, they let me down. Marjorie decided she'd rather uh, write some letters. And Leroy remembered he was supposed to go to dancing school. Really? It's as true as I'm standing here. Uh, so here I am, loaded with picnic lunch. Come on. We don't want all those pickles to go to waste, do we? Well, no, I've but... got the stuff in the car. Cold chicken, cold ham... Well, really, Olives, I... cheese, a whole cake. Come on. Uh, Mr. Gildersleeve, I... Well, there's no reason I can't go. Only... a girl. Grab your overcoat, and we'll get going. <laughs> You know what I like about you, Miss Piper? I like people to do things on the spur of the moment. Picnic? Sure. Bang. Just like that. I wonder if I should have left a note for Dr. Needham. I'm just like you. I'm impulsive. I suppose people think I'm crazy, but what do I care? Where are we going? A place called Toomey's Woods. Beautiful. It isn't built up yet. Fella tried to make a subdivision out of it a few years ago, but nobody would buy it. Oh, you love it. Is it far? I really ought to be home by three. By George, it's a pleasure to meet a girl with a little spirit of adventure. You know, most people aren't adventurous at all. Humdrum. I suppose you're right. But you and I aren't humdrum, are we? We don't plan a whole week for a picnic, do we? No, sir. Hi-ho, into the saddle and across the plains. <laughs> Should have taken a left turn there. <laughs> it's a shortcut to the woods, and then we get a good look at the old tack factory. The tack factory was built in 1910. It's Summerfield's oldest industry. And do you know... Just up this little hill here. This is a nice place. Oh, Mr. Gildersleeve, I wish you'd let me carry one of the baskets. No, no, it's nothing. Besides, we're almost there. Oh, a woodpecker. Off there somewhere, do you see him? Nope. Oh, we should be able to see him. There's a few leaves on the trees. Oh, there he is. <laughs> this is a good place. Oh, look quick. Oh, he flew away. Who? Oh, the woodpecker. Oh, well, he'll come back. Give me a hand with this basket, will you, while I get the knapsack off my oh, back. Yes. Darn straps cut into your shoulders. There. It's too bad you missed the woodpecker. I think it was a downy. A what? A downy woodpecker. It's all black except for two white tail feathers. Oh, that's so? Where do I put the sandwiches? Anywhere. Aren't you interested in birds? I'm crazy about them. Oh, so am I. Birds. Have a pickle, Miss Piper. Well, uh, I don't think I'm hungry yet, Mr. Gildersleeve. It's fun just sitting here looking at the sky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look. What's the matter? A rose-breasted grosbeak in that maple. 
there, see him? Well, what is it? A rose-breasted? Grosbeak. Grosbeak. <laughs> it's the male. The female must be around somewhere. Oh, must be. The male grosbeak is very gallant. He sings to his mate and brings her potato bugs. Potato bugs? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, we scared him away. Uh, don't you want a sandwich? Ham, chicken, cheese. It's crass Velveeta. Mm, thank you. Mm, my, this is good. I was hungrier than I thought, Mr. Gildersleeve. Miss Piper. Yes? I'm tired of calling you Miss Piper. Oh, you could call me Joanne, Mr. Gildersleeve. Joanne. But then you have to call me something. Say, why don't we have nicknames for each other? I love nicknames. But what kind do you think? Well, we're both interested in music and birds. Bird names? Well, that would be fun. Yeah. <laughs> what do you want to be? Oh, I don't know. There's so many lovely birds. Well, should be a bird that's musical. Um, how about a lark? A meadow lark? Oh, that's too long. Uh, skylark. I'll call you Skylark. All right. And, uh, you call me Grosbeak. <laughs> oh. <laughs> but, but that's so... No, no, Grosbeak. It's a good name for me. <laughs> I have no use for a man who hasn't got a sense of humor. Grosbeak. I sing and go out for potato bugs. <laughs> Can't find any potato bugs, but... How about some potato salad? <laughs> Tell you another thing I like about you, Skylark. What? You're independent. I like a girl that knows how to do something. Doesn't just sit around waiting for some man to come along. Oh, I couldn't stand that. What? A man coming along? No, just sitting around. Uh, and even if a man did come along, I don't know. I don't think I want to get married. Not for a long time. Hmm. Hmm. Joe, uh, I mean, Skylark. Yes? Have you ever been in... I mean, have you ever had a... What? Boyfriend? I bet you've got a boyfriend back east. Oh, I don't know exactly. There's a boy that writes to me. Well, are you... Does he... Does it amount to anything? Oh, no. He was just a boy at music school. Oh. Piano player? No. Singer? Yes. But he wasn't very good. <laughs> uh, Skylar. Shh. There's a bobolink. Oh, for good. <gasps> right. <laughs> right at the end of that fallen log, see him? Oh, yes, cute. <laughs> I wonder if you ever... Oh, oh, that's his song. He's a member of the Oriole family. Yes. Orioles make the females work while they just stand around and sing. Oh, uh -huh. how do the females like that? I don't know. I wouldn't stand for it myself. Good for you. Uh, where are you going? Well, I thought I saw a nest. Just taking a closer look. Darn birds, why don't they leave us alone? Oh, here it is. A robin's nest, so cute. Oh, come and look, Mr. Gildersleeve. <laughs> You're going to call me Grosbeak. Uh, well, come and look, Grosbeak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, robin's nest, you say? Huh. 
Anybody home? I don't think so. See? Well, what do you know? Robins live there, huh? Yes. I'm afraid you're not really interested in birds, Mr. I mean, Grosby. Oh, I am. Birds. Our little feathered friends. Well, they're very interesting if you study their habits. Well, you see, that's my trouble. I've never learned about them. But if we could come on picnics often, I could find out a lot of bird lore and stuff. <laughs> How about it? Oh, I'll be glad to help you. Although I'm far from being an ornithologist myself. Well, no use overdoing it. Let's sit down for a while, huh? All right. Oh, no, you sit on the log. I, I think I'll just lie down on the grass in the sun here. Yeah, that's more like it. What did you say? And, uh, just make sure you've got a dry spot. Oh, this is wonderful. The ground is so warm. If you shut your eyes, you see all the beautiful colors in the rainbow. Yeah. Oh, such a lovely day. Perfect. It's like a piece of music. You bet. Skylark? Yes? Are you thinking? Mm-hmm. What are you thinking about? You're supposed to offer me a penny. Oh, penny for your thoughts. I'll do better than that. You tell me what you're thinking, and I'll tell you what I was thinking. Huh? How's that? All right. I was thinking how sad it is that the whole world can't be as peaceful as this quiet spot here. Hmm. <laughs> what were you thinking? I better take you home. <laughs> to see me to the door. Oh, it's no trouble. Well. Oh, hello, Dr. Needham. <laughs> Trimming your hedge. Yes, and I may say that while the harvest truly is plenteous, the laborers are few. Uh, yes, that's right. We've had a lovely time, Dr. Needham. Mr. Gildersleeve took me on a picnic. Is that so? By the way, I've been meaning to speak to you, Mr. Gildersleeve. Uh, to me? Uh, would you excuse us for a moment, Joanne? Oh, surely. I'll see you before you go. You, uh, want to see me alone, Doctor? Just for a moment. It concerns Joanne. What's he trying to... He hasn't got anything to talk to me about. I haven't done anything. You, uh, say it concerns Joanne? Yes. I've been worried about her. Worried? Yes, she's a newcomer here. But you've gone out of your way to make her feel at home. Ooh, <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure. She was a stranger, and ye took her in. I haven't had time to do much for her myself, and my wife hasn't been well. Oh, sorry to hear it. Nothing serious. I trust not. I trust not. Well, uh, what was it you wanted to say to me, Doctor? Oh, yes, I'd almost forgotten. I was wondering if through your niece, perhaps, you could arrange for Joanne to meet some young people. Oh? Oh, what's the matter? <coughs> Are you all right, Mr. Gildersleeve? <coughs> yes, indeed. I'm all right. Well... Try to arrange her. Well, still talking? Well, take care of it, Doctor. Thank you. Well, Joanne, we'd better go into supper. Thank Mr. Gildersleeve for a pleasant day. That's not necessary. But I had such a lovely time. Oh, you did? I haven't had such a lovely day in years. 
since the time Daddy took me to the zoo in Philadelphia. Daddy. Well, goodbye, Mr. Gildersleeve. Goodbye, Skylark. Oh, yes, I forgot. Uh, goodbye, Grosbeak. <laughs> Grosbeak. She says it, but it doesn't mean anything to her. The Great Gildersleeve will be right back. First, the Kraft Foods Company wants you to hear this special Army Week message. America's peacetime volunteer army is being built on a new concept, the development of a great research organization composed of skilled, informed technicians. A few of the many new activities are research in all-weather flying, radar, mapping techniques, preventive medicine, chemistry, and communications. And in this new army of specialists, there is an honorable, respected career for young men who wish to contribute to the safety and welfare of the nation and the world. Oh, shut up. Good night, folks. <laughs> the Great Gildersleeve is played by Harold Perry. It is written by John Whedon and Sam Moore. The music is by Jack Meekin. Included in the cast are Walter Tetley, Louise Erickson, Lillian Randolph, and Earl Ross. Stay tuned in for Duffy's Tavern, which follows over most of these stations. This is John Lang saying good night for Parquet Margarine and the Kraft Foods Company and inviting you to listen in again next Wednesday for the further adventures of the Great Gildersleeve. Good night. This is NBC, the national broadcasting company. <laughs> <laughs>